Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Lakers Outsiders podcast. My name is Donnie McHenry, and if you're listening, I just want to say thanks. Uh, our last pod was almost a month ago at this point. Uh, sort of fell victim to me needing some additional time to see some family, see some friends over the holiday weekend. Um, so if you're listening to this, thanks for hanging out with me and listen to the Lakers Outsiders pod. With that being said, we're back. We're in 2023, Lakers trying to survive as best as they can, but joining me on the first podcast of the year, as always, is uh, Raj Shapalu and uh, Walt. Raj, start with you. How are you doing tonight? Doing well. 2023, Donnie, we're 5-1 in 2023, actually, so it would have been nice to record at least one, you know, in between those <laughs> in those wins, um, but like you said, you had to take some uh, some time for yourself how dare you uh enjoy the holidays <laughs> we're like like this pod is like uh like batman when the bat signal goes up like batman arrives when when the lakers lose that's that's when we that's when we <laughs> hop on the mics we can't ever hop on after a win uh walt how are you doing tonight how was your holidays happy new year everybody my holiday was good man you know a lot of a lot of sports was going on a lot of football and a lot of basketball in there what more could you ask for? Sports, family, food, spirits, if you partake. Loved it. Walt is uh Walt is trying to get over how um how bleak his Ravens playoffs uh outlook looks right now with uh I guess an equally as bleak team. Uh if not way worse, I would say way worse, considering I was just talking about the Ravens in the playoffs. Anyways, today I decided we would do this one idea I've been thinking of doing in some sort of medium basically since the new year started. And that idea is basically predicting what the Lakers will do in this 2023 calendar year. Although we've kind of already missed the perfect time to release some new year content. I don't care. I'm still doing it. All right. And honestly, (laughs) um, given the fact that this team sort of seems to be in limbo right now as they kind of wait for, Reeves, Lonnie Walker, and then most importantly, of course, Anthony Davis to heal. They're kind of just in survivor mode, right? I mean, D- Thomas Bryant mm-hmm. is doing the best he can. LeBron obviously is. Uh, Dennis Schroeder, Russell Westbrook, they're all they're all fighting and clawing to get as many oh, wins sorry. as they can. Oh, Rod, Rod, <laughs> Rod, Rod with the Cole Swider. But honestly, let me throw Max Christie's name into the mix. He is yes. far outperforming being a uh, second-round draft pick, but Anyways, like I said, they're kind of in a weird spot. Not sure really even what to talk about on court wise. So let's just kind of do this. Anyways, uh, done rambling. Let me get to it. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to attack predicting this year in three different phases. Uh, First, we'll kind of start figuring out what we think they'll do between now and the February 9th trade deadline. Yeah, that's February 9th. Less than a month is fast approaching. Coming up. Um, obviously we'll do that first since that'll kind of influence what we think about what the Lakers will do this summer, uh, before we kind of predict what they'll do this summer, we'll kind of give our gut reactions to how we think the season will end, uh, whether it's missing the play in, uh, anyone winning the NBA finals, maybe we'll see, uh, everywhere in between that. Um, and then, yeah, like I said, after that, we'll discuss the summer and, talk about whether we think they'll be championship contenders for next season so Raj we'll start with you I'm a little sick of hearing myself talk right now unless unless you <laughs> want to throw the ball back to me in the post and let me give my thoughts first but 
I'll ask you, what do you think on this day, a uh, l- little less than a month in advance of the trade deadline, what is your gut telling you that the Lakers are going to do in terms of how many draft picks they'll trade, if they'll trade anything? What do you think? Okay. So, like I said, we're 5-1 and one in 2023. Going up, you know, going up, played a tough game against the Denver Nuggets. Very shorthanded. Um, LeBron looks incredible. AD went down at his peak, you know, so we had an MVP candidate. He goes down and another MVP candidate just emerges. I think they trade one of the first round picks. Um, I'm less and less inclined to believe that Russell Westbrook will be wearing a different jersey now. I think he's kind of settled into a team role. It feels like they want to kind of build on this team rather than break it down. We can discuss the merits of that uh, a little later, but uh, I think that's where they'll go with it. They're going to try to package uh, the Nun, Beverly, and a first for some player at the deadline, and then hopefully, you know, AD is back by that time, and then they can go on a whatever run they can. But, yeah, that's my prediction. I think they trade one of these picks, um, not both. Walt, uh you think in a kind of a similar thing that they might trade one of the first round picks? I like, what would you guys, I guess, well, I'll start with you. Then Raj, I'll ask you right after, what would you guys put percentage chance at them trading both first round picks before this deadline? Mm, I go about 60%, 60% chance that they trade both or that they don't. Yeah, I got a, I got a scheme in my mind oh. about what I think they might do. Rod, you personally would not like this. I can tell you. Oh, oh, no. You're not going to like it either, Danny. I, I probably won't like it either. But then you, you know what? Go ahead. What what uh, what are they going to do with those two first? Yeah, I'm excited. What is this? Um, So I think what will happen is they will do the – they will save the two first – but what they'll do is move Russ and they'll throw in Max Christie Uh-oh. instead oh, of using the picks. Oh, no. <laughs> and they'll try to get Miles Turner and Buddy Hill that way. And maybe they'll throw in two second rounders. And then they will save the two picks to possibly use one in a separate deal for um, Bogdanovich. Hold that on, way on you get your <laughs> – Get wait, your two. Back, Rod, back up. Rod, back up. Rod, I see you. I just want to make brain sure matter on the wall, man. We've I just want to make sure we've got our second sure Max Christie this. reference. I'm trying to make sure I understand this correctly. So we're instead of any of the first round picks, Indiana is accepting Max Christie as the trade offer um, for Russell with. In attachment with Russell Westbrook to give us Miles Turner and Buddy Hield. Am I hearing that correctly? Mm-hmm. They're gonna say, "Hey, two, I got two second rounders." And uh, have you seen our Ricky play, uh, Max Christie? You <laughs> like him, right? Six six wing, hold his own okay. on defense. Will fit seamlessly next to Therese Call- Halliburton. You got to worry about him trying to, you know, take him off the ball. You know, sell him real good, and then maybe. Maybe we'll throw Austin Reeves in there because I think Pacers fans might build Reeves a statue before he like even plays one game. Hey, uh, listen, hey, watch it, watch it. <laughs> I was close, just so y'all know, I was close to using Reeves instead. Oh no, how dare because you? Because okay. of you know why? Y'all know why? I almost said Reeves because they 
flub this situation up. So it only makes sense, especially if they getting Buddy Hill. You know what I'm saying? Ideally, you'd say, well, he's going to take up the bulk of the minutes at the two along with Lonnie Walker. Um, I don't know what you're going to do with Lonnie, but I think like that starting lineup of it would be Bogdanovich at the one, quote, unquote. Then you would have Buddy Hill. Then you have LeBron. Then you have AD. You have Thomas Bryant. You you know you say hey, Lonnie, you know what I'm saying you was a good soldier. We 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 pretty much boosted all your value up, so you'll get paid. How about we drop you to the six man now? You know what I'm saying? Or maybe you do just flip flop Buddy Hill, whatever you do. Um, but I think you can you can. That's what I think they might do, man. Don't be surprised if you see it. If they don't, then it's just me talking crazy. So so. Wait, wait, so wait, let wait, me wait, give... wait, 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 I just okay. want to make, I just want to make sure. I believe minds, man, I believe Wait, 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 mind. so then, this so then, it's so, so, so we've gave, we've given, just to, I just want to make, make this clear, we've given up no first round picks, and we've added Miles Turner and Buddy Heald, and offloaded Russell Westbrook, and then we go and get Bogdanovich with the other first, am I hearing this correctly? So we save one first, we'll send out one protected. In Detroit for deal for yeah, Bogdanovich. Yeah. yeah, obviously we'll do Pat Bev and Kendrick Nair. Look, man, now, that's a squad. Like I love Max Christie to death, but I mean that's a you added Buddy Heald, Miles Turner, and Bogdanovich in a February deadline. So much space, so I mean, much I defense. Do... At least from in the front court, Bogdanovich and Heald, whatever like one and two you want to do. They're number one and two in terms of best shooters that LeBron's had on the Lakers. So, yeah, getting them. Uh, here, let me let me give my take on the situation because it's actually different than both of yours. Um, okay. It's more depressing, I guess. Uh, I don't really, I don't really think they're going to trade a first round pick. I like, I don't think they're going to trade one. Um, so, so what are they doing, Donnie? I think they're going to make a trade. I think they're going to make a trade, but okay. I don't think they're going to trade it first. Um, also, we should note that <laughs> their inclination to trade these picks uh, basically rests with whatever like pool thing that AD is running in right now, um, trying to come back from or test yes. his stress injury in his foot. Obviously, if that does not go well, we can. I think we could all three agree that they won't be trading any first. Um, I still right. have this weird feeling that they're not they certainly are not in my eyes going to trade both this before this trade deadline. Uh I don't think they're going to trade either. I think they're going to do some package combined of and I've got a question at the end of this. Uh some package combined of Beverly Nunn and Orlani um with like a second or two seconds for some BS, <laughs> some BS like yeah. Cam Reddish or Terrence Ross combined with other stuff or something weak like that. Like, I don't think they're going to trade the two first all together or even in separate deals. Um, Raj, I agree with you. I think Russ is staying. Um, I was going to joke while you're talking, like maybe the extension's already signed. <laughs> please, please. I didn't want to say yeah, it. I was rocked to my knees. 
Please don't make me do this. You guys already that know. Three year forty five. Ooh, that's gonna hurt when it comes out. Oh, don't. Uh, even, that's some messed up numbers you just said. When that fly across the ticket, boy. Ooh, Here, here's a little. Here's a little behind the scenes for everyone in our little group chat. I've got a, like a running list of things. If the Lakers do them this year, then I'm being a fan of a different team next season. Here's a little peek behind the curtain. One of them is if they re-sign Russ. All right, I digress. Back to my point. Um. I do think that they would go from zero to a hundred in terms of trading no first rounders to trading both. If one of these trades like Bradley Beal or like Zach Levine becomes available uh, for Russ and two first, obviously. But other than that, I think they're going to, I think they're going to make some trade just to say that they made some trade, but I don't think, I don't think it's going to involve a first round pick. And obviously because of that, the return is not going to be good. That's just going to be not good. Um, and I think all that basically revolves around, I don't think they want any money on the books next season. Um, obviously with Bogdanovich, uh, I don't know what his contract extension is, but I know for a fact there's money on the books <laughs> for next season. Another uh, 20 million next year. Yeah, I've been kind of writing for Silver Screen Roll about Gary Trent as um a possible target he's got a player option for next season whether he takes it or wants a different deal or not that's again money on the books for next season and i don't think the lakers want that unless it's bradley beal or zach Levine because they're stupid <laughs> that's basically about <laughs> it but my question was going to be do i think like in november and maybe even in the early parts of december i think all three of us would have said no shot that Lonnie Walker's available in a trade, but do you guys think whether it's fair or not because of his injury that, and he is trade eligible either now or after January 15th. I think he's trade eligible now. Oh yeah. I think he went, I think he was in the, um, the December, group. December 15th group. Okay. Yeah. So do you guys think he's still like not even in the Lakers plans of trading or do you think, obviously just because of his injury and our lack of assets that he's definitely in the mix. Oh, he definitely in the mix in my opinion. Yeah, I think, I think so as well. As I many so. players that you could stack in front of the picks to not be used, if it's just a one year, I think it's worth it for them. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we already said they don't want to have money on the books. I don't see them giving Lonnie Walker no long-term deal based on the kind of leaks and stuff they keep putting out i just can't envision i would i wouldn't mind it but you know why would you pay a lonnie walker when you know if they do keep max christie he could be like a better fit in my opinion and for a cheaper price and we all know our lakers front office love a cheap price so that's (laughs) my whole logic on it well I mean, Max is only a cheap price for another year. I mean, he's Look, on a two-year. There's goal. that oh, too, right? God, I forgot about <laughs> that. Oh, I already, I already got myself. I already got myself versed in the Austin Reeves of it all. Because I know you. It's he is an important more year. He's an important uh, discussion point for our summer talks later in the pod. But God, I forgot Max Christie's on the same bullshit deal. Pardon <laughs> well, so so with Lonnie Walker though, I think it's funny. I think if like if we did this pod like two months ago, I would have said like, yeah, we can't afford Lonnie Walker this summer. But we've played him out of position. We played him as small forward. He's you know we've pretty much just absolutely killed any of his value. I think we've dropped his value in terms his, of his play his and defense, injury. His defense was so bad leading up to the injury. 
It was, yeah. But I also think like he's not starting at guard anymore, right? Like once yeah, Dennis Schroeder came that. back, he started at he's starting at the three. Um, I think that messed with his overall rhythm. Not an excuse, but like if they think they can't afford Lonnie Walker this summer, you have to trade him. Like you, you have to trade him this summer. And if you think Lonnie Walker is getting more than, I think we'll have our full MLE. So if if you think Lonnie Walker is getting more than that. I don't think he is right now. He could just burst out and have an incredible year and come back. I don't think someone's giving him $10 million next year. Do you guys think that? I, I really don't know. No. Well, no shot. I think he, if he comes back and plays somewhere in the middle of what he was playing to begin the season and then what he was playing leading up to the injury, yeah. I think he could get um, the taxpayer MLE from someone again. But honestly, if he comes back, finds himself kind of like semi out of the rotation, um, mm-hmm. is back to playing poor defense again, then I think he's kind of like a veteran minimum um, guy Ooh. for like someone next season. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, his defense his defense going into the injury was exactly the type of uh, defense that led to the all the advanced all the advanced metrics I saw in the offseason that made me so yeah. so sour on him. So that's that's the thing. It's like I would love to try and expect that he's going to come back and play that same type of defense he was kind of playing to begin the season. Uh, I feel like there was like plenty of times like when they were losing games still, but I was like, is Lonnie like our second best like perimeter defender behind Patrick Beverly? Like it kind of seems like he is. He and was hundred percent. Now it's absolutely like not even like I would never say that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like, the conversation around him in the next two or three weeks uh, on Lakers Twitter and also in reports will be interesting to watch. Cause like you combine, I don't know the exact number, but you combine none and Lonnie in a deal and it's pretty close. If not like a couple million short of like what Beverly represents salary wise in a mm-hmm. deal. So I was basically thinking theoretically, if they were valuing just Beverly's veteran leadership and his defense, whatever, um, they could, you know, pivot to using Nunn and um, Lonnie in a deal to get whoever. But I don't know. But again, I, Lon- but again, a team trading for Lonnie, like, they couldn't pay him either. Like, they, you know, they right. don't have his bird bird rights. So yeah. Because so, Lonnie was signed to a one-year deal. Um, yeah. So. um, What was I going to say? I mean, another thing about Beverly, being, training Beverly, uh. Good lord, the man really wants to just go back to the Timberwolves. Apparently, I feel like I keep seeing like those types of reports. Like, yeah, Beverly, if he he wants a buyout and he wants to go to the Timberwolves, it's like, all right, dude. Like, like I said, I will, <laughs> I'll drive you there. Um, can't we can't do the podcast from Minnesota? Can you? I think that I think the studio <laughs> is in studios in LA. I'm pretty sure. That's true. Sure. Where's the Where's yeah. the Barstool Sports Studio that he goes to? Um, Let's see. What was the question I was just about to ask? Oh, what's... Let me try and think. What is more likely? And this is a joke question, but I do want an answer. What's more likely? The Lakers trade one first-round pick or Cam Reddish is in purple and gold by the end of the season? Ooh. Mm, oh, easily Cam Reddish in purple and gold. Yeah, okay. I was I gonna would, say, I Cam would agree. Actually, I, like, I, I agree. We talked before the pod. I think he's destined for a buyout, and I think he is 
equally as destined to be a Laker. Listen, he already got the lease on whatever apartment. I was going to say. Condo he buying, like, all this stuff. Is he better than Max Christie? Do we know if Cam Reddish is better than Max Christie? Like, do we have an answer on that question? I know the answer. Max Christie's better. Okay. (laughs) He is. Like, there's just no shot. Like, he's he's better. Just look at it, like... Like, situations also matter. So, like, I think with Cam, like, there's obviously Lakers, Clutch, whoever. See something in there. It's just a hard time for, you know, a young player, a third team on three years if he's, you know, a Laker. And the Knicks, who are trying to win, he can't crack their rotation for the last 20 games. Um, And then, obviously, Atlanta sent him away. So, I'm... And he was like a top pick, right? Wasn't he seventh or something? Did Cam Reddish go seventh? I think he was like nine uh, or ten. He was four. He was four, was wasn't he? he? I thought he was four. like nine or ten. Wow. Let me uh let me check so that way I, I don't want my was, listeners in the dark. I think he was fourth because he was with that Zion Williams and Duke class. Mm-hmm. And now see was, what's his name was fourth? Uh DeAndre Hunter. Yeah, he, uh, was he was ten. Yeah, I was about to say I he was ten. I know he was okay. like lottery, okay. yeah. Tenth is high as though. Like it was Drafted in 2019. It's not like not that long ago. That let, let the record show. Let the record show because him and RJ Barrett and um, Zion were all mm-hmm. coming from Duke. Let the record show that during that draft, there was people saying that Cam might be better than RJ Barrett for for sure. So yeah, just just one of those classic draft uh, like tinfoil <laughs> hat um, theories. Well, all right. Um, any other thoughts on any other random takes on what the Lakers might do at the deadline before we quickly decide what they're going to do to finish the season? I'm I'm over here salivating at you know Walt's. Uh, we're getting Turner healed and Bogdanovich. That would God would that make my mood? Go I need that I was... need Walt to hey, pull man. David Stern put the fix in. And let me run the operation and, and watch how we, <laughs> we get all we get those three for the we, cost of Max Christie and one first. I mean, ooh, here's a, a good, wait, here's a good question. Here's, here's, here's a good question. So I'm going to uh, build on Walt's conversation before we move on to the depressing stuff that I know Donnie wants to really get to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so let's say Indiana comes calling, you know, they're like, uh, we want both first or. We want one first and Max Christie. What are we doing? Uh, Max Christie gone. Uh, Well, no. Actually, no. No, no, no. Me personally, two firsts. Gone. Okay. So you'd rather give two firsts than rather have give up Max Christie and a first. Yeah, because... Yes, because Max Christie kind of needs to be a key player next season, sadly. Um, And... Yeah, the, you know, I hate, you know how, you guys know how I hate people using the, oh, the Lakers are protecting, like, sixth graders, uh, current sixth graders from, like, you know, being traded away, but Max Christie over a sixth grader, you know, in this, in this situation, I think the joke and the argument uh, relates. Well, how about you? Would you throw the extra first in there before throwing Max Christie? Mm-hmm. Mm, I'll throw the first in there, man. Why not? Okay. Here, here's right. well before before we move on, here's the third question. Would you guys trade two first and Max Christie for Buddy Heald and Miles Turner? Ooh. And Russ, obviously. That's a lot. They have to throw That's in Chris Duarte. 
They throw in Duarte. We can talk. We can talk turkey. Okay. I'm not right. giving just, you Duarte. Duarte was like the top. What? Just hey, Eight I was just picks? getting a pulse on it. Just getting a pulse on it. Um. All right, let's move on. We gotta find some, t- uh, find some time for the the summer discussion. But it was this could be quick. This could be long. Gut reaction, real quick, short and sweet. Before giving your giving your talks, what do you guys think? How do you guys think the Lakers are gonna finish their season? You're saying uh, saying like like what their final result? Will would they be? lose in the second round? Lose in the first okay. round? In the finals, miss the play-in. I think they make the playoffs. Um, play some team. playoffs. <laughs> the or real in? playoffs. I think they okay. make the All real right, playoffs. Real um, this current iteration of the roster, I think they uh, they give some team a hard-nosed first-round battle before getting bounced. I think that's. The destiny of the current iteration. Well, what well, about you, man? I think they're gonna miss the play in, man. Oh no! I think yeah, if they, I, oh, no. I, I got they a feeling trade. they not. Yeah, they. Not, I got a feeling they. They're not gonna make the trade they need to make to yep. be a team that they could be to you know get to where we know they could if they had the right personnel. I just got a feeling they not. They they like kind of they throwing just enough out there to set us up to be like, hey, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> don't get your hopes up. But, yeah. Sorry, Rod. I really do want it for them, but I can't. I can't want it for them. I want but it is, for them, but I can't want it for them. Is AD back in your scenario? Like, does AD come back and play? And we because I think that would be the more sad story, right? Like AD comes back, ramps up, gets back healthy, only misses four weeks comes back and we still miss the playoffs with AD and LeBron healthy. I think that's a sad reality to like be a part of. That's a more sad reality to me than, you know, AD just can't get back. So we missed the play and we don't do any move. Like the more sad reality is AD comes back. They still don't find a move that feels like justifies moving trade picks and we miss the playoffs. Like that is, mm-hmm. that is hell. Here's, Here's an even sadder reality. I would say factoring into my basically outlook on how they're going to finish their season, I'm kind of factoring in. Say it, because I thought basically it. If, if, AD it. Retur- if AD returns in two okay. or three weeks or whatever, okay. he's going full tilt. I just can't realistically expect LeBron James and Anthony Davis to play every single game for the rest of the season. Yeah, I just can't do that it. That was my thing, too. Like, I just, like, they, at this point, I can't help but factor in that they're going to miss sometime here and there. LeBron, the LeBron thing is really worrying me right now. Um, I mean, he is getting his, he is getting his non-COVID illness, cough, cough, uh, stay-at-home games. And I hope that's helping. Uh, I do think it is helping, like, for him. He's kind of, he's kind of doing the, like, the... Ver- the thing we had with Dwight Howard last season, but on steroids, where Dwight could miss like a week and then he'd come back and look like, you know, championship season Dwight. And it's like, oh, shoot, look at this Dwight. And then, then like he plays two games in a row and he's like worse than DeAndre Jordan. Uh, like I said, with LeBron, it's on steroids where he can miss, you know, one of the three games in a week and then average 38 points per game at 38 years old. But 
I mean, I just like they've done nothing over a very large sample size now of time to where I can't expect them to go. So what, February, March, April, three straight months of full tilt, all NBA basketball. If, I mean, if they do that, like you said, if they do that and it results in the season that Wall just said, then something real bad went wrong <laughs> other than, <laughs> other than those two. Like, I don't even know, like everyone else on the team got injured or something. I don't know. Hey, look where we are now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that, now. yeah, that too, so it's, it's like, like, terrible, and, then, and then, like I said, every other, or someone's sick on this team every week. Like, I don't, I, I don't think there's any hand sanitizer in the El Segundo uh, training facility. <laughs> like, they hey, licking stamps, a, man. They slapping fives. That's a clean place. Don't wanna, that's, you know, that's hippo, man. <laughs> Raj, if you're ever, if next time you're in there, you need to look for all the hand sanitizer. And if you don't see more than one hand sanitizer thing, all right, you got, I'll you got to report back. Your first, your first, your first legit report. <laughs> Running on sanitation of the hell of the practice facility. I'm sure they'll love me, you know. After that, yeah, man. So you paid the big bucks for. Yeah, you, know, you have like the equipment manager cussing you out on a call randomly. Um, oh, he's too busy for that. He's too what do I think? That. What do I think will happen? Um, I am, you know, that was really depressing me saying that, but I am in my outlook going to assume Anthony Davis can return by the end of the month or at the end of the month. Okay. And if that happens, I think they're going to have like a really good February and March record. Um, I think that'll be due to whatever trade they make, even if it's the two seconds or one second sort of minor package. Um, But, you know, mostly I think, the Lakers are going to be playing like much harder than most teams uh, in the month of February. I kind of feel like January, February, we're already kind of seeing it with some of these January games where some of the elite teams are just like absolutely just putting forth terrible, <laughs> terrible performances, whether that's because of, you know, they've got some injuries or what yeah. I think it mostly is just a little mid season lull um before they really ramp up because of that since you know lakers have to be going full tilt every night i think they could if all that goes right win like a lot of games in february and march um i think if all that happens um especially if they trade one of the first for like bogdanovich or something i think they'll be really good honestly um i think they would finish like four or five games above 500 something like that um, what they're three games below five hundred right now, something like that. Um, that's the that's the four seed. You're four or five. The Mavericks are four games over five hundred, and they're the four seed. Um, so see, I don't think a- I I I don't know. I mean, yeah, actually, yeah, you're right. But um, I don't know. I I think the run will make us feel way higher on them than like maybe what we should be with what I just said in terms of like them trying hard when everyone else is kind of not. Um, I do think if we get in the, like if the Lakers get in the play-in, LeBron James and Anthony Davis are healthy. They're getting, they're like they're getting in the playoffs. Like there's no question in my mind, um, especially yeah. with who they would probably be playing in that plan. But like Timberwolves um, shoot the freaking, I was looking at the Saints, the thunder might sneak into that plan. Actually, who am I kidding? Uh, Pressy will not let that happen, but no, they're they're not sneaking in. But I either way, like there's no there's not gonna be any duo in that play in uh, with LeBron and AD there that I'm scared of. Not even 
Don't even don't even try and bring up Kawhi and PG to me. Those jokes. Um, but I think they that'll like set them up to play like the Nuggets or the Grizzlies or some team like that in the first round. And I don't. I think there's too many. Like, I love Thomas Bryant to death. I don't. I can't be having. Like, I can't get myself to trust. Thomas Bryant and like Dennis Schroeder, surely not Russell Westbrook in a playoff series against an actually like great team that knows each other. So I kind of feel like they're going to get in the first round and they're kind of have like a really disappointing four round gentleman's sweep in the first round. I don't know. And honestly, if they get, if they play a first round, if they play just a first round playoff series, that's a successful season in my book because this Ooh. roster, this opening day roster, did not like doesn't even deserve play in contention. Contention, like the only reason they're even in this position is because the Timberwolves are <laughs> so surprisingly bad. Uh, Steph got hurt, and the Warriors can't win like anything on the road. Um, I feel like so many weird things happen to put them at least in a position to win. But when it comes to playoff time, I just feel like they don't got it all. Unless they make the trades that we want, but they don't want. <laughs> My thing, though, Donnie and Wall, is we've done the hard part. Like, the hard part mm-hmm. was, yeah. was catching back up to here. We were 2-10 and 10 at one point. We were, like, 3-14. and yeah. 14, You know what I mean? 3-14. and 14, And then what turned around was Anthony Davis going nuts. Like, just being like, I'm putting the team on my back 40-point nights. What do you have in Milwaukee? I forgot, like 35 and 15 or some crazy numbers. Um, Him and LeBron's stat line from that game is preposterous. Like them Insane. And, you know, like, yes, weird things happen. But also, I think the West, I know people said the West sucks. I think it's more like there's just a bunch of, like, good to, like, really good teams instead of, like, a great team, right? So all these teams have to play each other. So, like, tonight is Suns Nuggets. One of those teams have to lose. Hopefully the Suns lose. If the Suns lose, then... They're back to having the same amount of losses as we do. Clippers are twenty-two and twenty-one. You can probably roll a dice and who's playing every night for them. Phoenix <laughs> has Chris Paul and Devin Booker out for extended time. It feels like the Warriors, like you said, lost to the Suns without all their players yesterday. Got blown out at home. They look weird. Watch that game. Utah looks like it's falling back to earth. like the hard part is done. They survived. They the Lakers have played. I'm looking here if I did my math correctly. I believe they played the third most road games of any team so far. They have a huge home stretch coming up. AD is supposed to come back in two weeks. The hard part to me is pass. Like now you like build on this team. You know what the team is. You know what they're good, what they're bad at. Like that's where I think it should be. I I don't think like you should look at that stretch and then go, yeah, we'll see when AD comes back in three weeks. Like you're going to make this team win again? You're going to make them do it all over again? We just did we just you know how hard that was? AD had to leave Earth. Like LeBron had to leave <laughs> Earth while playing like just to get us back to here. Now that hard part's done. Now help the team. Um that's my take on it cuz a team without Lonnie Walker, Austin Reeves, uh whoever the hell was shorthanded with without AD, like this next stretch is tough. It's, yeah. He is. It's a tough stretch coming. It's Philly Believe uh, it's Philly. Who else? It is uh, Denver. I think comes we got back we in. got the fifty-one point quarter Mavericks. 
Mavericks up to, on, covering up, uh, on the day that this podcast the is playing. Mavericks is shiver. The Kings are the Kings coming in again. Uh, I think Houston's the only bad team we play. Portland, I believe we play them pretty soon, and they're healthy again. Um, so, yeah, I think like don't make this team do it again. That, that is like, a good point. Uh, what we got three Houston Rockets game games left this season. We haven't played them, right? We have not played them. We have not played OKC either. Um, right? I thought we played them once. Am I tripping? I don't think we did. I don't think we did. Because I can't I remember seeing Shane. I think we we would have blown the game, and I would. How was our, <laughs> our? I looked at our remaining strength of schedule no. the other day. How is our strength of schedule not one of the easiest in the NBA? It's not. Yeah, we have not played OKC we yet. We don't even play them until February, and we only play them three times, by the way. So, three times in freaking. Like two months though, and then Rockets yeah. what three times in like two months. Also like, bless Houston bless Adam Silver for giving us what those three all those Spurs games in the first two months. <laughs> Spurs, Spurs every other night, month. yeah. It's Spurs yeah, yeah. all month August September. And now he's oh, teeing yeah, us up with the Rockets to end the season. God bless him. God bless him. Maybe maybe they can trade Eric Gordon before all these games too. Hey, maybe they can trade him to us for like a second. How about that? Um, yeah. I don't think he's sick of that. Whatever they got going on in Houston, he's like, oh, please, no, he don't somebody like that. get me out of here, man. Yeah, yeah. Poor guy. Yeah, he's had some sad interviews. Um, <laughs> all right, let's get to the summer. Let's let's get to the uh, whole summer. The the this is where the Lakers thrive, baby. Getting clicks, getting clicks, saying they're going to trade for Kyrie and stuff. All right, all right. No, we're not. I'm not going. Oh, that don't direction. do that. I'm not don't going. That. That all right. Uh, should, should I should I just do my thing? Should do I? your thing. Well, I feel like you're on the same page as me. Uh, all right, so I'll start with good news. I think Austin Reeves is going to get signed to a deal uh, nice. with the Lakers. With the Lakers. Restricted free agent, um, yes. We should not be paying him yet, but we're going to give him a nice little deal. Um, much four years 50, deal. Austin. Take the four years 50, you know. Um, a much-deserved deal. Um, so I think the way they're going to do it it won't really affect the cap. Right. Um, I think his cap hold for next season is like a couple million or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. So anyways, they're going to have around 30 million-ish in cap space. Now, that's obviously assuming, which is what I'm doing. I'm assuming they're not making a trade before the deadline that brings in any money that's on the books for next season. I think they're trying very deliberately to only have Reeves be the guy returning from this team, obviously, other than um, LeBron and AD. 30 million is cap space. Raja seems like a good way to get, like, a couple of pretty solid role players, don't you think? Yeah, I mean... Wrong, wrong. That ain't, that, that's, that's not what they're doing. I'll tell you what they're doing, Raj. We're getting Draymond Green. Oh, the Lakers, are, the Lakers are bringing in Draymond Green. Walt, Walt did putting, you know that's where I was going? On, you're putting this it, on wax. It, man. I'm putting it, I'm putting it, it on coming. the podcast. You know, I'm taking it out of the group chat. I'm putting it in oh, the podcast. Man. I think the Warriors are going to – you guys can dispute me if you want. I think the Warriors are going to prioritize extensions for Clay <laughs> and Wiggins. I think Draymond's going to opt out of his $27 million player option for next season. And take even if it's a minuscule raise, he'll take a raise to play with his BFF LeBron James. 
He loves LeBron James, and LeBron James loves him. They're obviously both clutch guys. But yeah, I think it's a, I think it would be a combination of things. Um, Draymond perceiving disrespect from the Warriors on like those choices I just said. Obviously, the whole pool thing and all, how all that kind of shook out. Um, but yeah, like I said, most importantly, I think he really, really, really wants to play with LeBron. If he signs, you know, a max extension with the Warriors, that's kind of, or not kind of, that is putting it basically out of reality that he would ever play with LeBron. And I think the feelings vice versa. I think LeBron loves how he plays the game. And I kind of think that's how it's going to shake out, honestly. Uh, well, crickets, crickets, just, just upset. Hey, I know where we all know it's coming, man. It's coming. It's coming. The check is blank. <laughs> it's just a matter of Look, both of them finishing the season. I'm looking at his contract and it's not, I'm, I thought he had a player option for next season. He, uh, so oh he yes, does. he does. Yes, he, he does. does. Yes. So he's got the, it's a 27 something mil. Look, man, you need to add. You need to add on your list of you know things that will make you hop teams. You had the Russell Westbrook extension. You need to add the Lakers giving Draymond anywhere close to twenty-seven million, which is his uh, player option. Here, here's here's something else depressing. Here's something else depressing. I looked up an article. So if he opts out. Okay. Gets a four million dollar extension with the home team with the Warriors. That first year of that extension, four year max extension. I was reading this article saying it. That first year would be thirty point nine mil. Okay. And that's the exact same thing as what the Lakers would be <laughs> offering him in a in a in a first year deal. I. I can't see it. I just I, I they put can't. out so many things that they're building up for the summer that they're gonna have all this this cap space. And I just don't I don't believe that they're doing that without having some sort of idea about a guy in the back pocket. And I can't think of anyone more obvious than Draymond. I can just see that see the the release now. And, We've and, NBA champion, veteran, all all the 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 basketball lingo, you know what I'm saying? That grind your gears is going to be packed into that, that release, man. LeBron's never it. had a defender like this. He's LeBron, got Anthony LeBron. Davis on his team. What do you mean? <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It's the combination of Draymond and Anthony It's the combination, Davis. Raj. They're going to form a mega Look, person. I and- honestly think that would be successful, but you need more than those three, and the team you would have. So funny little thing. So funny little <laughs> things kidding. I was looking at. You know what Russell Westbrook's cap hold is this summer? It's forty nine million dollars. I, okay, I was gonna say forty nine mil. Yeah, um, that's getting renounced. <laughs> no, hundred percent. Yeah, um, but I'm just looking at the why does why is Jared Dudley still on our cap hold? That doesn't make bro. Sense. I don't. Are you looking at Spot Track? I don't know yeah, what yeah. they be doing. I, that I doesn't don't really make get, any sense. I don't. I don't understand the cap holds that they put sometimes. Um, Are we still paying Jared Dudley? Are we? Is that still going on? Shoot, I don't really know. Maybe uh, no, no. He was on no. veteran minimums. Yeah, he, he was on veteran uh, minimums. Doesn't make sense. Um, uh, yeah. Look, no, man, they cannot give Draymond Green twenty-seven million dollars. Like that makes no sense. I think he signs with the Warriors. 
He also has a 15% trade kicker. So, like, if the Warriors do trade him, um, uh, 15% is a trade kicker on there. So, well, if they if they decide to trade him, then that that's even more for sure he's going to be a Laker. We don't have anything to trade for Draymond Green next summer. We have nothing. Or this oh, summer to trade. Oh, I thought you meant before this trade deadline. Oh, no, no, no. They're not trading Draymond this trade deadline. This summer, if they no, sign him, not. if he opts in and then they want to trade him, uh, like the Russ situation, right? We had to wait for Russ okay. to opt in before we could trade him. Yeah, so if they trade him, we have nothing to trade I was going to say, but the Lakers have nothing, no salaries yeah. or anything like that. That's another reason why I don't really understand. That's another reason, though, like why I don't really understand why they're wanting to save these draft picks for the summer because they're not really going to be able to make any sort of trade until like December fifteenth, well, whenever all those guys. No, well, if you want to go, if you want to go even darker, well, say trade if you want to. No, you can package three first round picks this summer if you wanted to. Like that's yeah, exactly see, that's where that's a little and again I, like, I disagree with this approach, but that's another route that can be taken. I wouldn't drive that road, but like that's a route that exists. Like, hey, we'll save the two so we can put three and get a real number two, three coming back. Whatever. But um, like what would they but wouldn't they have to attach salaries to those picks to whatever guy for whatever guy they're acquiring, or would so they be able they to can use ab- cap space to absorb? Right. Them? So I think you can absorb. Let's just say hypothetically, you know, uh, some player comes available, and then like you can absorb. I think twenty-seven them. million is twenty-seven million oh, is no. less than thirty-one million. Raj, <laughs> Draymond opts in. He comes on over. We send Rich a Paul, first round Rich pick Paul, for Draymond Green. Rich Paul takes Jeannie's hand to put down to put her put the pen down on the paper for his extension right after that. <laughs> Sign but the man, paper. Sign the paper. Draymond Draymond AD and LeBron is like an incredible front line, at least like when they will try. But you're gonna get like forty games of Draymond. That's what the Warriors are getting now. I mean, like that like on a on a good day. Uh, maybe maybe we would get forty games combined out of the three. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. Oh, that's I'm telling right. you, man. That was mean. That was mean. That I mean, was mean. I think this is a terrible idea. I'm just saying what I what you know to be true or forthcoming. <laughs> yeah, what I know to be true. In like my it's heart. just the there's, stars, man. I just there's, they're undoubtedly interested in it. No I mean, question. Like the, Raj, if it's available, do you think the Lakers would do that? I guess no, that. I I don't. You don't? I, I I think they'd rather go and get like DeRozan or something. You know what I mean? Like I think that's like more like if they were going to trade for a twenty seven million dollars salary, I think DeRozan and Draymond are pretty close. Um, yeah, I think DeRozan's like I think DeRozan's like thirty. But no, 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 no. You're right. He is like, right around like twenty seven. You're right. You're yeah. right. You're right. So I think like that's the route that they would go. Um, I just I can't see it. Draymond's value is so polarizing already, and because of uh, like his play style. Um, and uh, might I remind you that the Lakers love polarizing? <laughs> they they love polarizing people. They love that. Yeah, you you can't come unless you polarizing. 
Honestly, like, get out of here Honestly, yeah. at this point, I'm surprised they traded for AD given how given how mellow and like unproblematic <laughs> he is. Seriously, oh man. man, I would hope they would have learned something though. Like you traded for Russ, and then if your <laughs> next your next big trade is for another non-spacing questionable fit. You got some issues. Like you can't trade for Russ, and then your next trade be Draymond Green. Like that, that doesn't <laughs> compute. The way you see, it. you're saying these things, but the more you talk about it, the more I believe it's gonna happen. What <laughs> you say? I'm you bringing, say, I'm no. bringing up logic, and it's killing, and it's, and it's funding your belief somehow. There's your, there's um, the key thing. You're involved in logic, and I haven't found any logic in anything the Lakers have done, other than. What their scouting department influences in quite some time. Facts is facts, man. So here's something I could see though, Donnie. Okay, or and Walt. Draymond yeah, opts do you, out. Do you guys got it? Right, yeah, so, Raj, go ahead with your summer. What you think? The okay, so be. well, let me just go to your Draymond point because I think it's bananas if we give him twenty-seven million dollars. Like that's absurd. If it was Kyrie Irving, I get it. It's Kyrie freaking Irving. Like I, I get it, but. I can see like Draymond opting out and then maybe taking like, you know, two year, thirty five or 60. something like. No, no, <laughs> he can't get two years sixty. No, like some extension that's more money, uh, you know, but less per year with the Lakers. Like I could, but again, even then, like he's just not opting out to me of twenty eight million dollars. Like I just. That's not Draymond's like value to another team. What do you or I mean, this is that that question that what you just said is I feel like the most could be the most debated with like the high highest amount of variance in between what people say. Like, what is Draymond's value? Like, just on any of the twenty nine other NBA teams, and I have zero idea. Like, what would I think he would kill on like you, Portland? Or, you know, like, teams like that that are, like, ready-made and just need a guy to fill in. Like, I think that you throw Draymond on, like, the Orlando Magic, you're getting the worst player maybe in the league. Like, you're getting you a player think so? that hit. I mean, you listen to Draymond talk and, like... Okay, I was going to say, his personality... You him. It, it, it yeah, you can hear him be like, <laughs> like, I can't even get up for these games against Houston, yeah. et cetera, you know? Um, which isn't great for a Laker team that probably needs Draymond Green to play 70 games if he's taking up your full cast base. So, um, Raj, what would you offer Draymond if that was the only thing the Lakers could do this summer, contract-wise, out of that 30, $31 million that the Lakers will have? Man, if he wants to come for the MLE... Oh! Like, give him... Mm. Give him three years, whatever that only is. But he's not coming for that. Because why would he come for that? He he's getting twenty seven million from the Warriors by just saying checking a box that says yes. And instead, he'll come here for two years. Like that makes no sense. And using cap space on Draymond Green, it just it's such a flawed <laughs> way to go about things. Um, wow, Phoenix Phoenix is getting ran out of the ground by Denver. But <laughs> um, hell yeah. Yeah, well, that's a good thing. Yeah, no, yeah, uh, hell yeah. <laughs> really quickly, though, here are here's our here's our cap for next season. Okay, so just put this in mind. You want to? You're saying the Lakers are gonna give their full cap space to Draymond Green, right? In the in your scenario, 
Okay, so that means everything else is a vet min and an MLE. Right? Okay. Yeah. So, so let's so Have let's some say we for the MLE. So let's say the MLE we use it on Lonnie Walker. All right. So your team is Lonnie Walker, Austin Reeves, Draymond Green. Here's who's signed for next season. If you remove all the cap holds, LeBron, AD, Damian Jones, and Max <laughs> Christie. That's oh, your got- team. We'll have Reeves. We'll have Reeves in this situation. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So LeBron AD, Damian Jones, Max Christie, Austin Reeves, Draymond Green, and Vetmins. That's a nasty team. Like, let's, that's a discussion. That's, that can't be the team next year. That's the nastiest team. Counterpoint. We should have learned something. We should have learned something when Damian Jones took a two year deal. Like, we should have (laughs) learned. Like oh man, yeah, this I, did, is... I was waiting for Damian Jones to show up in this conversation. His his deal. So what? Does he have a player option or a team option? Ooh, let's check here. Damian Jones. That's crucial. Has a player has a player option that's a hundred percent getting picked up. Um, but player well, option mean, on veteran minimum level, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not. I wouldn't it? say he's necessarily going to take that. Have you seen anything that says that he's getting a? Minimum contract anywhere else? He can't play on a team that you has no wrong. centers. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, so, yeah. It'd be nice if he could play. Uh, but Here's my counterpoint. That right, squad you just it. said. Okay. How much better are they than this year? I mean, mm, I guess it Maybe depends on whatever, whatever else you do because you, right. you still got the – I don't, I don't know how these situations are going to play out with like the MLE and all that stuff. So I don't know, man. By let's the be, way, let's be there... real. Let's be real. The MLE is going to a clutch client as it has gone to the last four oh. years. I think it's going to Lonnie Walker. I think Lonnie Walker is going to get our MLE for another year. Whatever. Rogers, listen to you. You're pushing, you're pushing the clutch talking point, but you don't think Draymond Green is going to be a Laker next season. I what a don't... shame. I don't see. I just can't see it, man. I, like, I get Draymond and LeBron are friends. Draymond <laughs> um, feels like a Portland guy. Like I feel like if Portland, you know, came and was able to maneuver and. and ooh, speaking of Portland, um, do ooh. not be surprised if we find ourselves talking to Yep, Mr. Grant. It's yep, someone. Jeremy Grant. I like. I don't really know. They've been struggling lately. I don't really know. Like, I don't know. I don't understand what they think they're gonna be doing with that team. Like, let's be real. That team's never gonna compete for a championship. Like, right? Like, they're good. They're they're where they want to be. I mean, they gave Dame a bajillion dollar deal. Um, Yeah, he's gonna make. They will sell their tickets. His deal make their so gate bad. money. And just How much you making, Rod? I think he's gonna make like fifty million in like Ooh. a couple of the seasons. And he's got uh, like, it's is it getting up into sixty towards the end of the deal, or if I make that up? No, I don't think you are. I think it's. I want to nice say piece. one of the later years is like sixty. <laughs> really quickly, crazy. really quickly. I love Damian Lillard. So like, even with that contract, if Portland was like. Give us the two first. Dame wants to be in LA. We want to, uh, you know, give him his best wishes out the door. Kind of, you know, uh, w- help him get to his next destination. And they're like, give us the two fi- two picks. Give us Russ. 
you can have Damian Lillard. I would still take that, even with the contract. Yeah. Would you guys? Would you guys still Whoa. take Damian Lillard? So let me see how old Damian Lillard is. I feel like he's. I was gonna say, years. and he's he's been yeah. somewhat injury prone the last few years. He's, he's thirty two. Um... He's thirty two, which isn't. Oh, I'll take that deal easily. What What was the deal? What like? You said the two first and rest, right? Yes. Basically everything. Oh, they ask for yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would do you, that. Because you instantly become a contender. You instantly become, even though AD, you, you become a contender. Yeah. If the starting lineup is Damian Lillard, oh, Pat Beverly. Just looked at his contract. He's going to make uh, $63 million in 2026, Oof. 2027. Oh, Man. my God. Is that a pl- is that what, the player option or no? That's, Let's just call it a regular deal. It's a player option, but let's just call it a regular deal. He's not turning down yeah. a $63 million. I was just wanting to see if you're about to say, like, and the next year the player option is 67 or, like, something crazy like that. I had, I had to make sure. I had to make sure that's where the buck ended. Oh, my with, goodness. My God, $63 million. Oh, boy. Um, and then he's an unrestricted free agent when he's 37. Um, yeah. Maybe I'll think about that deal again. That's a that's a really tough one. Uh, let me think of a let me think of a more likely thing for Walt. Hmm. Walt, what is more likely? All right, how about this? What's more likely? Never mind. I'll just go back to this. Do you? Like, do you guys kind of agree with me that their Warriors are going to prioritize, like, Clay and Wiggins before Draymond? Oh, yes. Well, they already have. They, they already like, paid. Yeah, they already paid Wiggins. Did they? They yeah. did, yeah. And Clay's oh, not no. going anywhere. Clay's okay, who are they going to prioritize, yeah. Clay or Draymond? Clay. If they were, they, oh, Clay? Uh, now, I will say, Lacob's got the pockets to <laughs> bring them both back, but Does I he? don't. I've, I feel like he complains about his pockets every time. No, I was going to say, and I just read, he had a quote the other day, like, uh, you, he had yeah, a quote that was basically like, you would rather trade someone early than trade them a year too late. And I was like, I read that, I was like, we're bringing the Draymond discussion to the pot, oh, baby. No. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I think they will. I just like, to me, the Warriors are like Draymond, Clay, Steph, that's... It's like bloodline with the Warriors, you know. It's a, but I don't know the punch to Jordan Poole that could change things. That team still doesn't look. Poole's already right. extended. Yeah, Poole's already extended. He's gonna be in the same building. I don't know. He's, movable. I... he's, he's tradable this summer. Jordan Poole's tradable this summer. We <sighs> <I ain't> getting <laughs> him. I don't say like. All right, who, who's who's the mo- mo- rank these three guys in terms of most likely to be a Laker versus least likely? Okay. For let's just say for next season, Draymond, Beal, and Levine. <laughs> mm. Hey, I'm just saying what the Lakers want. They're, they're they've got they're just here's what the Lakers meeting or like their war room is it's just a whiteboard and it just has Beal, Levine, and Draymond written on it 
and then like <laughs> one of the bus bro- boys come in and like they write like Turner and healed and then Plinka just like erases it right right after they do it. Man. I actually would say it's most likely that none of them are. But these are the names, like for sure. I would I would cross Beal off that list. I think uh, probably Draymond, then Levine. Draymond, Levine most has, likely, then Levine. Yeah, I think Levine has the L.A. connection. Chicago's burning to the ground. And um, Levine, Levine's clutch, isn't he? He is clutch, yes. Doesn't hurt. There's another feather uh, in his cap. <laughs> uh, that Levine contract, too, boy, that is not a... Not a, nah, I don't want. I, I honestly don't either. I Beals, Beals is even worse. But at least Beal yeah. has. Well, actually, no, he doesn't have a working hamstring because, good lord, he just can't stop me. Dude needs to take a, a couple weeks off. Like he needs to stop trying to test that hamstring. Um, but at least he has two capable knees. I'm like, can't really say that for for boy Levine. Levine is playing now. Looks like he's back at least somewhat, somewhat right. healthy. Making um, making look, he's making stepping smart inside. Decisions. Yeah, trying to <laughs> take twos when he needed three, but he's back though. <laughs> Zach Levine made such a terrible decision tonight that Nikola Vucevic was looking at him like, "What did you What are you doing, man? What are you doing?" <laughs> that's that's when you know you're really messing up when you look over and Nikola mm-hmm. Vucevic is looking at you with the hands up, like, "What? What did you do?" So you oh, don't want to be really here. Up. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! You got you guys got any any predictions that you want to get off your chest before we wrap this up for the twenty twenty three? I've already I've already got I've exhausted my my bangers. I think Cam Reddish will be here. Ma- Max think... contract in the off season. <laughs> and I think I think it's a good chance. Uh, Bogdanovich is here. Um, okay. Yeah, my dream scenario though is the one Walt kind of like. Even if we could split those first into like one to Bogdanovich and one to Indiana for the Turner, you don't even really need healed, I guess. If you are able to net Bogdanovich, you can kind of live with Bogdanovich and heal and Turner, but. That would be my dream scenario. Look, it it's someone's job to do this all day, right? Like, we're doing this <laughs> in a podcast for a few hours. There is someone's job, right? Whose is this to do this all freaking day? Should be what they wake up, go to lunch, come back, and think about. I'm hoping that's we're what doing they're the, doing. We're doing this for the love of the game. Zero dollars. <laughs> right. Someone's getting an actual salary from this Um I'm hoping that this is something that's crossed their plate or their mind and uh, something that can happen. But because that whiteboard scenario you just layered out there, Donnie, that was very you're sad. Like, that, you were thinking about it. You're like, man, is that like, that's like not far off a of reality. <laughs> <laughs> no, Polinka, Polinka just comes in the room, looks at the whiteboard and he, and he just draws a star. He's just like, this is what we need, guys. Focus your mind on the star. And that's what we need. Oh, All right. Bye, guys. I'm going to go to Disney World. <laughs> that's, my, that's my favorite joke. <laughs> we continue making on Twitter. 
Yeah, that that was uh, pretty funny. I, I'm gonna I'm just gonna every time Palinka's somewhat discussed on Twitter, I'm just gonna throw up the picture and say, guys, look, he's in Disney World. All he should be working. Uh, I'll never I'll never forget that day. I I don't I think it was like when free agency started this past summer. Yeah. Uh, someone posted that picture and was like, wow, he's in Disney World, and everyone was like, wow, I can't believe he's in Disney World. He's gone. It's like you idiots. Like you actually believed he was in Disney World. At the beginning of the most important day of his calendar year. Like, just stop and think for five seconds, people. Please. Should we mention this uh, Rick Carlisle stuff on the on the pod? Um, what? Rick, Rick Carlisle said uh, Miles Turner had back spasms. He said, I have no interest in trading Miles Turner. Rick Carlisle is not the GM, first of all. First of all, first of all, Rick Kyle does not is not the GM. But uh, there's a fun quote to hopefully that's hopefully that's of the the Steve Nash James Harden variety. You know what I'm yeah. saying? AKA either lying or not knowing what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> um, hope it's either one of those. Yeah, uh, give me my last thing I'll say is uh, my most preferred thing would be trading a first. For Bogdanovich with Bevin Nunn, and then trading Russ and a first for Hilton Turner. I think I think that is a realistic package for the Pacers. That's a squad point. right there. By the and way, that would like, be that a is... squad, absolute squad. What? But let's go through this real quick. Who's who's like talent wise? What team is like better than that on? paper i guess the Clippers, and like maybe. the only thing that would even hold me back a little bit is like and i've said this to you guys before i know how you feel about it but russ doing the point guard stuff taking care of the bench and stuff like that but when we're adding bogdanovich healed and turner that's so much size so much three-point shooting that when it's like when you're adding that much stuff i don't think it's a question that you're going to be a contender and you're should be far better. Schroeder and Beverly, LeBron, yeah. they'll figure out the ball handling. Like even Bogdanovich can kind of handle it in the half court. Like give Reeves I'm the good ball, to go on that. That's, back up I, I'm making the I'm making the ill advised Lakers championship bet after those two deals are made. Sadly yeah. I don't think I don't think they will, but <laughs> Yeah. I don't <sighs> all right. Well, let's just hope 2023 is uh, a thousand times better than 2022. Uh, I mean, if it's not at least a little bit better, then what the hell happened? Because I hated, hated 2022, easily my least favorite year of watching the Lakers. Like, not even even close. And that includes the 2-10 and start to start this season. Um, Well, I think we'll go ahead and wrap it up there. Nice little shade over an hour um thank you guys again if you're still listening to this uh thanks for listening to me and my uh draymond green conspiracies uh we'll see you at some point next week hopefully um we start to hear some more positive injury updates on ad after he's kind of testing his foot same goes for reeves and lonnie who will be getting reevaluated in like a week and a half something like that um, and then we'll kind of see what the 
with the trade rumors are cooking up between now and the next pod. Sure to almost assuredly there will be at least one new Lakers rumor. Yeah.